Have you heard that food trucks are booming? Unless you live under a rock, you know that new food trucks are literally opening up every single day. The downside to so many new food truck owners in this industry is there's really a lack of support and clear education. This education vacuum becomes a magnet for carpetbaggers, and those dudes are just interested in making a quick buck, often at your expense. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. In just the last two weeks, 16 brand new food truck owners joined my coaching program. In the last 12 months, I've worked with 185 different food truck owners that all wanted to improve their businesses. Going back to the beginning of my coaching business, I've worked with over 925 food truck owners. And I'm not talking about listeners to this podcast. There's been 135,000 of those. I'm not talking about views to the YouTube channel. There's been 29,000 of those. I'm not talking about the book sales that I've made. There's been 3,400 of those. I'm not talking about questions that I answer on the Facebook group all the time. We have 36,000 members there, and I've answered hundreds of questions. What I'm talking about is real people that had real problems, and they were reaching out to join my programs. All of that means nothing to you unless I can help you with your food truck. And I honestly want to help you. Sadly, though, the carpetbaggers that I mentioned earlier, their focus is selfish. Their focus is internal. They just want your money. They just want your attention. So how can I help you? Well, today we're going to shine the light on the fads, the gimmicks, the schemes, the scams that are all in the world of food truck education. And here is what my flashlight found as we were searching around the dark corners of the internet. I found a post claiming that food trucks don't sell food. The author attempts to make a deep intellectual argument that food trucks sell consistency. Well, they don't. Let me know if your POS system has a key on it that's marked consistency. Food trucks sell food. It's in the name, food truck. It's not a consistency truck. It's a food truck. Consistency is not a product. It's an intangible ideal that's proven over time. No customer can judge consistency until what? They come back multiple times. If the food, and this is the product they went to the food truck for in the first place, if that food is unsatisfactory, guess what? They ain't coming back. Therefore, there's no opportunity to sway that guest by consistency. Consistently bad food is still consistency, but it's certainly not a winning business model. The author also brags about the number of food truck owners they've spoken to. Well, guess what? That's just a vanity metric, just like the ones I read off to you guys a minute ago. And I suspect some of the people, when I was reading those metrics, clicked off of the show. They wanted me to get to the point, and reading off those numbers meant nothing to them. 
And I know a bunch of you guys were just saying, hurry up, Bill, get to the point. If my experienced advice helps you succeed, you don't care if I've talked to a million people or I only have talked just to you. Another post in a different group shared a vendor that missed an opportunity by wanting too much money in return for too little company equity for the investors he was talking to. The poster of that video felt like the deal should have been struck and that greed got into the way. Of course, I'm talking about a Shark Tank episode. While the investors that are on Shark Tank, they're spending their own money. That's real life. And it's real life to them. It's real life to the people that get on the show. But still, the show is for entertainment. It's edited down to the bits the producers think are interesting and dramatic. The short segment you get to see takes hours of recording. It takes hours of the negotiations. They have to reshoot scenes. They have to get those perfect reactions where the person has that, oh my goodness, look on their face. And then they reshoot it if they don't get the result they want. And then, of course, they got to collect the interviews. In reality, only about 56% of the people that ever get on Shark Tank secure a deal. And on average, they give up about a quarter of their company. There is little to be learned by wasting your time watching Shark Tank, or anything on TV. If you want to be successful, get off your couch right now and do something about your own success. You're never going to be successful tomorrow unless you start working on it today. How about music? One marketing leader suggested getting a speaker and playing music as a signature of your business. Well, here's what Pandora has to say about that. And this is a quote from their website. To publicly perform copyrighted music in your business establishment, you are required to obtain permission from the copyright owner or its representative. If you do not receive the proper authorization, you can be held liable for damages from a minimum of up to $750 all the way up to a maximum of $150,000 per song played. Recently, for example, ASCAP, that's a copyright holding company for a whole bunch of artists, they filed 10 legal actions against bars and restaurants across the United States. And the sad thing is the average cost for those establishments would have been two bucks a day. But they refused to pay that because, nah, music's free. We don't have to pay attention to the copyrights. So the music publishers sued and they won. Every year, BMI, which is a different copyright holding company, sues about a half a dozen businesses in New Jersey alone for just playing one of the songs they have in their repertoire of 8 million songs. One restaurant company didn't have permission to play the Rolling Stones, Brown Sugar, Elton John's Benny and the Jets, and Your Song, and then Amy Winehouse's You Know I'm No Good. So the restaurant was fined $24,000. That's six thousand dollars for those four songs see i'm a copyright holder all of my books are copyright and i would be really upset to see somebody use the material that i've written for them to make money for themselves playing someone's music without paying them is stealing yet you have a marketing leader suggesting that food truck owners make theft their signature there are several brand spanking new Facebook groups that are all about food trucks, and they've popped up in the last four months. And there's nothing wrong with that. My group was new at one point as well. But what I find interesting is one of the groups was started by a person that has a product to sell. Again, nothing wrong with that, but they've spammed every single group that they belong to with their sales pitch. I kicked them out of my group because I don't allow sales posts in my group. And he kept posting and posting, so sending to the curb. But in this group, this dude started, they 
have two rules prohibiting what they do in all the other groups. As a matter of fact, when I found this new group of his, he had posted six posts back to back in this other smaller food truck group that was talking about all the products he has to sell. But yet in his group, no one's allowed to sell anything, but I bet he is. And that speaks to integrity. There's no problem making a living. I have no issues with that. And you can do whatever you feel is appropriate within moral, legal, and ethical boundaries. But to prohibit in your own group exactly what you do in other groups is, well, being a carpetbagger. Another well-known influencer in many food truck groups posted an amazing opportunity that 99% of all food truck owners that I know would have pounced on it in a second. Well, he turned it down. And then he attempted to explain why the opportunity was just not worth his time. He was invited to be one of only two trucks at a big concert that had internationally known stars performing. The brand development company wanted an in-kind trade of food so they could feed the VIPs and the influencers and the, and the attendees. Basically, it was going to be about 500 people they wanted fed for free between the two trucks they wanted to invite. And the question becomes, is that going to be a loss for the day? Well, the big mouth food truck owner, he thought so. But think about it. It would be an investment. And that investment would be recovered the first week after the concert, maybe even the very first day. And if the opportunity is played right, that wave of attention could be ridden for months. Reading the post, it reminded me of that bitter old assistant manager that we all know that would brag to anybody that would listen how they turned down the promotion because they didn't want to run this place because, you know, it's just horrible. And then they would expect everyone to just agree with them because, you know, the job's horrible. But that was always in their mind. And there was a reason they were passed over for promotions. But they'll tell everybody they turned it down when they were never offered it in the first place. Now here's the revealing part of that particular post. Claiming the loss of a day's sales and giving away free food was just too much. They also went on to say that if they got the exposure from one of those big name artists and it really blew up, they wouldn't have been able to handle the sales anyway. But consider this. If losing a single day's worth of sales and then the inventory it takes to feed those 250 some people really impacts your business that much, you don't know what you're doing. Think about this. Every vendor in the United States, every vendor around the world buys food for a big event and then it rains. And then if they don't have the ability to preserve that food, what happens? They lost it. And I can guarantee you the weatherman's not going to give you a shout out on social media and say, hey, thanks for the food. But those celebrities and those influencers, if they say they like your food and they put it on their social media, you're going to recover the quote unquote lost sales super quickly. Of course, if they liked your food in the first place. If you don't put yourself out there, you simply will not grow and you'll never ever ever be able to free yourself from working every single day for the rest of your life on that food truck. If losing one day's worth of sales will hurt your business, guess what, my friend? You don't have a business. I've mentioned carpet baggers a few times in this episode. That is a Civil War Reconstruction era term that referred to the Northerners that came to the South directly after the American Civil War. And those folks from the North were exploiting the situation for their own financial, political, or social gain. Basically, the individuals who saw business and political opportunities in the chaotic state of affairs in those local economies following the Civil War. Kind of like the state of our industry. Lots of brand new people trying really, really hard to make a living for themselves by starting a food truck, being met with a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of carpetbaggers, selling the recently created and totally untested 
products. I ain't no carpetbagger. I've been doing this industry a long time. I've been training people almost as long as I've been doing this. So be careful who you listen to for advice. Always ask those tough questions. Look for the influence they're trying to put over you. I ain't no carpetbagger. I've been doing this industry a really long time, and I've been training people almost as long. Check out what I do. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.